the majority of this trip was funded by Marco, who was he's the owner of Light Object, and he was majority kind of like funded to fund this trip <clears throat> by uh, SPT and JK, which are two Chinese laser tube manufacturing companies. So mm -hmm. he didn't request a lot. He didn't specifically tell us what to do. He just kind of wanted them included. Would you say that's fair, Michael? Yeah, he wanted us to do a, a little show showcase on him, and then yeah. um, and then also uh, you know do some real testing on him, which I don't want to give too much away, but that was that's going to be a pretty cool, pretty cool bit. We yeah, actually then, got to put him to the test. Yeah, and we went kind of above and beyond too. I would like we did like a, I, I was going for like a car commercial, <laughs> you know, like we we kind of like went ham with it, and uh, we like broke out like all this cool like lighting gear. And Marco had no idea we were doing any of this. Um, we broke out like all this special lighting gear and got all these like extra dope, like super juicy shots of the tubes and machines and like some of their features. guys get you over here so i'm not looking there we go <laughs> we're live Dude, are we uh yep. great hey everybody hey. what's up and welcome to another episode of the laser source podcast um joined once again and maybe permanently now by michael mullins uh of laser engraving 911 you're streaming this to your channel right now bro uh, it was kind of a last minute effort, but that's pretty sick, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so uh, you can now catch the Laser Source podcast in multiple uh, destinations on YouTube. So if you're here from Michael's crowd, welcome. And uh, shout out to everybody here in the chat. It's great to see all of you. Uh, lots of conversation going on before the show. We always appreciate you guys lining up to wait for things to start. I'm also joined tonight uh, by Boyce and Kyle. What's up, gentlemen? How you doing? What up? What up? How Love we doing? It. How we doing? And uh, I'm home. It feels good to be back, dude. Are you feeling? Are you feeling like reset yet, Michael? Uh, just today, finally, I started to feel a little bit reset. I still have a couple of bags I'm unpacking, but uh, yeah, I had an like I have an avalanche of work that I had to just do. Mm. Mon Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday like to get shop like, work. Yeah, just kind of. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, I did a final calculation on all of the video that we shot while we were at Light Object in Sacramento, and it was over 450 gigabytes, which is uh, just under half a terabyte of, uh, wow. of video that we're going to need to sift through one way or, or, or the other. You know, a that's, lot of that. Good. That's go. a lot of bits. Yeah, it's a lot of bits. A lot of it, to be fair, like Michael and I would set it to shoot like. 120 fps to get slow-mo shots and it would just run for like 30 minutes and we needed mm. like 25 seconds of it yeah. so it's yeah. it's not all usable but it all still needs to be loaded into ram at some point uh, and gone through yeah, yeah. so um and then deleted <laughs> yeah yeah it's a crazy trip man it's a crazy trip. what was a what was a highlight for you bro dude i think the highlight for me was um you know, just uh, for honestly, dude, I know this is going to sound super corny, but I haven't seen you in so long. I know. In person. I know. It's been you know, a minute. and it's like, 
with all the lasers and everything going on, yeah, that was cool. But like, just to actually have some some Alex and me time, yeah. and just like talk and catch up on stuff, that was that was that was the highlight. I'm surprised you're saying that. Did you see the, the thumbnail? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I, I'm not talking about day five. Yeah, no, about, dude, day like, one, bro. I'm I'm almost done, so I'm almost so <clears throat> okay. Just to set the stage, every day that we were in California, Michael and I shot a vlog video so we'll have like the normal stuff that we went to light object to shoot but on top of that we did like a daily vlog of like out like a step back from like the a cam you know so you can see what's going on behind the scenes and stuff yeah and we're leaving the parking lot and i'm like i'm like man michael you know he's he keeps saying that he's gonna do all these projects and i don't know where he's gonna get the time and you're just <laughs> like you're just like bro i'm fast <laughs> pissed already dude it's been like one day it's so funny um so but then of course at the end and you guys will see this i'll upload the vlog i wanted it to go up today and i just didn't finish it um i did like a super quick montage of you like like with the uh the tape measure and you're like whoop, yeah whoop, sh 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 oh nice and yeah it's like sick dude it looks super cool nice but, um nice. yeah dude uh that was fun uh I really liked seeing you, man, but um, I was I was stoked to to smash those tubes. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, dude, the tube <laughs> smashing was tube smash, was, dude. was uh, and then you live streamed it, and I was like, oh my god, what is he doing? Yeah, totally, <laughs> uh, like a last second decision. But I just like slapped the live button. It's still up. Uh, I'm not editing it or anything. So if you guys want to see that, you don't actually get to see the tubes explode in the live stream because. We, I have the camera that we're live streaming from. It's a phone mm -hmm. that we're up on top of a storage container. And I just kind of like, we, we huck it off and you hear it explode. Oh, yeah. You don't see it. Um, and it's like really like digitally mushy and kind of gross looking. And because uh, we had bad reception. Don't worry. Michael and I shot it all in like 4K, like super slow mo. We have all the angles and stuff. Uh, so we'll definitely be publishing some uh some content about just breaking co2 laser tubes which yeah <laughs> which is really fun uh and exciting Thera therapeutic even yeah if yeah. you're not already subscribed to both of our channels i highly recommend you do so um michael and i shot separate intros and outros for most of the content that we did while we were there mm -hmm. but the meat and potatoes of it is the same and we're going to be reusing a lot of the shots, but we're going to be editing it like completely separate. Like we're not talking about how we're editing the, the content. So you're going to see things from two like completely different perspectives, exactly. uh, which will be really cool. We thought about shooting separate episodes for everything. Like just mm -hmm. uh, we'll shoot a Michael episode on this. We'll shoot an Alex episode on this. It just, we straight up didn't have time, but the, there was just so little time to do so anything. many lasers. We <laughs> barely got through like the, the requirement hit list mm -hmm. uh, of things that we absolutely had to shoot while we were out there. And uh, there, there was zero extra time. Um, so we are basically just kind of like, it's, it's an experiment to see like how different we look at things, you know, because oh, yeah, we, have, we sure. have all the same footage. We didn't do a lot of talking. There's going to be a lot of VO. Um, so it'll be really interesting to see kind of like what topics are covered and and the different perspectives uh when when putting those episodes together that's something i'm really excited about yeah <laughs> sorry <laughs> about the the loss of the gopro yeah that was a oh yeah <sighs> hey yeah. dude it, like you said it was a it's an excuse for a new gopro right oh yeah 
Or yep. DJI Pro. Ooh, yeah, the Osmo Actions, dude. Those are mm-hmm. sick. They're tight. They're tight. Yeah. Um, let's see. What else? Uh, okay, you guys don't see this very often, at least on my channel. I don't want to speak for you, Michael, but um, the majority of this trip was funded by Marco, who was he's the owner of light object and he was majority kind of like funded to fund this trip by uh spt and jk which are two chinese laser tube manufacturing companies so Mm -hmm. he didn't request a lot he didn't specifically tell us what to do he just kind of wanted them included would you say that's fair michael yeah, he wanted us to do a, sh- a little show showcase on him, and then yeah. um, and then also uh, you know do some real testing on him, which I don't want to give too much away, but that was that's going to be a pretty cool, pretty cool bit. We yeah, actually the, got to put him to the test. Yeah, and we went kind of above and beyond too. I would like we did like a, I, I was going for like a car commercial, <laughs> you know, like we we kind of like went ham with it, and uh, we like broke out like all this cool like lighting gear and marco had no idea we were doing any of this um we broke out like all this special lighting gear and got all these like extra dope like super juicy shots of the tubes and machines and like some of their features so um anyway i'm 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 getting off track for the first time you guys are going to notice the um sponsored content tag on my videos for all of the main episodes not the vlogs but the main episodes uh, that come out of this, and that is why. Just because we want to stay uh, compliant, I don't want the smackdown from YouTube. Uh, so, <laughs> I would like to kind of bookend, uh, you know, what comes from this trip by saying that uh, Michael and I, in no way, felt coerced to have any particular opinions or say anything in particular. Marco certainly did not have like scripts ready, uh, but he did pay for the trip. So um, that's why that little tag is going to be there. Uh, because it would have been extraordinarily expensive uh, to do otherwise. So um, that's that's it. Just uh, just kind of like a little asterisk there on that, yep. so that we're we're super clear. Again, would you would you say that that statement is fair, Michael? Yeah, man, I I totally. And you know, on each unit that I go over when 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 I release, you know, my version of some of these models, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about my plus and minuses. You know, not every single unit. Uh, I was just, I was impressed with all of them, but there are some things that I just maybe thought were not necessary or overkill or, you know, and I'm, I'm going to just speak my, my real thoughts about them. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yep. One of the, dude, one of the coolest things that we got to see while we were there was the, uh, the Saturn at work. That was kind of tight. Yeah. Yeah, The Uh, Saturn is tight. you, You know, we talk a lot on the channel about different kind of like laser machines and stuff. The Saturn is one of those CO2 lasers that can like actually cut metal. It's got enough wattage and it's got the Mm. air system kind of set up with it, with the special heads so it can cut metal. I've in being in the industry, I've heard about these machines. Yeah. Thousands of times, Uh, but actually getting to like, watch it, like do its job was really cool. It it, like cuts metal and you're kind of like, Oh my God. And And that unit was like 200 Watts. Right. Yeah. It yep. wasn't even like 300, which is typically what I've seen. You know, the metal cutters start at like 300 and up. Yep. I mean, they, I remember, I don't know if you remember this, but back when we were in Sonoma County, there was that place in Petaluma that cut um, metal mm. and they had an old uh, metal cutting CO2 that was like, I don't know how, it was at least like 
2000 Watts. Yeah. But yeah. it was CO2 and they just kept running it and they were just cutting raw, some pretty, like pretty thick. Yeah. They were cutting some pretty thick metal with that. So, you know, the 200 Watts just to, to see it cut the, uh, the metal was pretty impressive. Yeah. They had three units. I think they had a 200, a 260 and a 300. And I think that we got to use the 260, which was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and the like sparks are flying and you know, we got it all in slow mode. It's, it's really cool to see. So, uh, yeah, that was fun too. Um, <clears throat> hotel was nice. I don't know. I'm trying to think of like other comments. Uh, we went shopping at Big Lots. <laughs> the, ta- the taco truck. Oh, dude, the tacos were so good. We got <laughs> we got the best, bro. Okay, so I'm in New York. Michael's in Georgia, and neither of us have access to real like taqueria grade Mexican food. Uh, yeah. So going back to California, where we're both from was a treat because uh joel shout out to joel thank you joel uh joel's just like guys i'm certified mexican like i know where the real <laughs> spots are get in my car we're going to lunch <laughs> and we and got we, in this car yeah. dude, this like dude this taco truck was parked outside of like an abandoned like chemical plant that was like in the middle of like <laughs> the a middle field. of nowhere dude, dude just like was, an industrial dirty was, dude and like we got like these 10 pound plates of like food and it was like five bucks I mean, and it was like, delicious oh dude the best the best uh like i picked up my quesadilla dude and it was like dripping wet like just sopping dripping mm. wet with oh my god dude it was so good that was amazing yeah, yeah definitely a trip highlight there for sure for sure for sure um i think that's it for coverage i don't know if, if you guys have any questions about light object now's the time to ask because michael and i are both about to fall into a black hole of uh editing (laughs) so that's true um you know if you have any questions about our experience at light object what we did what we were asked to do what we produced uh you know anything like that uh definitely now is the time in the meantime um you know we can we can talk to chat a little bit uh we'll wait for some of those questions to come in michael i'm throwing this one to you bro uh cuban cracked uh, does anyone have any tips for promoting your laser business, like things that have worked for you? What do you got? Okay. So one of the things you, you know, I, I want everybody to understand is the the strongest promotion that you can have uh, for your laser business is word of mouth. So mm-hmm. let's just get that out of the way right, right away. Totally. That is the best. So always trying to be focused on, you know, um, I don't know if you've ever heard the term, you know, turning people into sneezers, right? A sneezer is someone who loves your stuff so much that anytime someone mentions engraving at a party or anything like that, they're just like, it's the normal laser engraving. Oh God, you gotta, (laughs) you know, you gotta go check these guys out. You know, can't hold it in. They can't hold it in. They just, they love talking about it. So if you can try to create those and I, I understand your question is for just starting out, but I'm, I'm saying like, anytime you think you, you have run into one of those people who is just uh, you've gone above and beyond and they think you've gone above and beyond. And you can tell that they're just hyped about your business and what you do, you know, encourage that, you know, somehow, no. some way, you know, t- they're already a sneezer and they're going to go out and, um, you know, just turn them into a sneezer. So there's that. Um, some other things that have worked for me is um, uh, 
I wouldn't say I've had too much luck with email blasts or, you know, creating mm. an email list. Like, you know, if I'm running some kind of special promotion, maybe during the holidays, that's been kind of helpful. Um, I think definitely like email lists work better when people have a product to sell. Right. Yeah. Like if you're if you're engraving business, like makes a thing like voice. There you and go. You're selling the thing. There like you go. Done, that's right. a great way, I think, to to reach those customers. But as far as like marketing services, I definitely would agree that it's it's a tough route to go on that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another good thing is have a great website. Uh, it doesn't have to be an. Uh, now I didn't say expensive website. Mm -hmm. I just said a great website, mm -hmm. and you can get those pretty pretty easily now um a website that showcases your your best work all of your services and is very easy to navigate um and that looks professional um that makes a big difference uh, and eventually if you fill that website and the home page and that maybe it's just a two or three page website but if you take the time to fill those parts of that website with good keywords right that have to do with what people are looking for um, you will find that not right away, but over time, Google will start to, you know, find that and recommend that. Um, <clears throat> so have it, have yourself a good website. Take some great pictures of your mm. best work. It's a visual uh, industry. Yeah, it is. Take some great pictures of your best work. Make sure that's one of the first things they see right when they go to your to your homepage. Make it easy for your people to when they find you, how to get a hold of you. Email here, phone number here, like right. Boom, right there. This mm. is how you got right now. You contact me right now. And then um, you know, those are those are that's those are good things to start with right there. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw on top of your sneezers yeah. comment too, uh digital sneezers, bro, because uh they like oh, yeah. so many so when I started, I went from zero to a hundred really, really quickly. And I tell this story on the podcast a lot. So if you've already heard it, I'm sorry. But I like literally launched my business like as the COVID shutdown happened. Like it could, I could not have picked a worse time. And we had to like triple down and go really hard in order to make it work. And one thing that every other business in the county wasn't doing, I'm talking about local competitors here, uh, was like making an effort to get reviews. They weren't making an effort. If they got one, they got one. Great. It was there, whatever. Dude, like put effort into that, collect reviews. People see that you're the most reviewed one. Like you are golden. You're so mm -hmm. good. Sign up if you haven't already. Matt, who couldn't be here tonight, has a great tutorial on the Laser Everything channel about how to set up a Google Maps like yeah. page, like a business page. Set that up. If somebody comes to you and they get work done and they're freaking stoked, give them a tiny little handout or slip or something that says, please leave me a five-star review. You know what I mean? And just yeah. accumulate them, man, because you are going to rocket past everybody else in your industry, in your area. If you're mm -hmm. making an effort to get those reviews so quickly and when people search, dude, the top review shows up whether or not you're paying for advertising. Uh, it's, it's a no brainer. It's a no brainer and it's super yeah. easy to do. Get those reviews. Uh, definitely. Yeah. And whether, you, and whether you do that, ask with a, with a follow-up email with that customer or a card, like Alex said, it's okay to be honest about why you're asking for it too. Like, yeah. don't feel, don't feel like, dude, don't, really let you, don't, small, don't let you, yeah, it helps me my, grow. My, yeah. It helps it my helps small business. It helps dude. my small business. It's the best tip you could give me is, you know, leave people mm -hmm. ask me a lot, you know, Hey, can I leave you a tip? First thing out of my mouth, best tip I could get is a Google review. Thank you yeah. so much. And they do yeah. it. 
Yeah. Uh, Miranda yep. says, only give it to the super happy customers, though. Don't, <laughs> don't ask for reviews from ambivalent customers, uh, which is a good point. Definitely. Yeah. Um, <laughs> voice, just for a different perspective, bro, um, mm-hmm. you're you're like newish uh, oh, to yeah. the scene compared to Michael and I. We're kind of like o- a little older. Uh, have you been doing anything recently that has really kind of like accelerated any any growth for you? Well, we're, we're finalizing our Shopify store. Mm. Uh, again, I'm not putting anything out until I get a really solid photo right. of all the products. So I bought some whiteboards and I got our lights set up. So I'm trying to work on just getting as many shadows out and watching more videos of Roberto Blake talking about how to make a product photography perfect. And right. yeah. there's, there's people out there like that. That's what they do. So I just go, I'm just learning more about the camera set up to get the photo is what matters most. Like you said, mm-hmm. I'm doubling down on the photography. I'm going to build a little, little setup here just to set everything up and load them up there. And, you know, we're just using our Facebook page and Instagram for now. And just so, most like, well, like Michael was saying, it's word of mouth for me right now. It's all local. Yep. Um, I've mailed a few things out here and there, uh, but nothing too crazy. And, and you yep. know, sh- setting up pirate ship and all that shit and getting our supplies down this week while I'm off for spring break. I'm trying to get all these little things done. I don't have time for yeah, uh, I mean, headache. one of the things that I know that we've talked about before on the podcast, too, but is worth re-mentioning is like really focusing on your local business and getting that mm. to generate revenue funds your outreach to the online market because making a successful business online is, is typically expensive. It costs money. And when you have revenue coming in from local sales, which are typically easier to make, uh, you can use those funds and reinvest them into your business to fund that that kind of like global or at least national uh uh reach with your service and product and that's uh i think that's really important well like you guys said the local thing i'm i'm actually looking ahead already to spring like july 4th uh time frame memorial day weekend art festivals craft shows and stuff like that now we're actually already spending money on the fees you know for tables and stuff so that's how i'm looking at just kind of ramping up local stuff and actually I'm going to do a bunch of QR code samples for different businesses and just go give them a little uh, one inch by one inch or two inch by two inch, whatever uh, PV, uh, the fuck? acrylic QR codes to their, to their website on yep. a keychain, just give them to them yep. and say, yep. this is stuff, you know, like little things, just, you know, trying, totally. trying to gin up some business. Yep. I like that too. Uh, Jack in the shop says, I got my first sale on Etsy today. Yay. And then he says, I had a two hundred dollars sale. Etsy got fifty. <laughs> in, in, uh, in all fairness, so I'm sure at least part of that was sales tax, mm-hmm. and then the remaining part of it was probably their percentage. Yeah, for sure. Um, you so know, depending on what state you sold it to, and like Michael loves to say, uh, the second that you start giving Etsy their money, you start making sales. Uh, Michael loves to say that. you said that last week. Sure. I, did. I did. We had that yeah. conversation, yeah. and yeah. Uh, you know it. That's just the reality of it. I would, my advice would be uh, price accordingly, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a way you can do it to where you don't feel it so much after, after time, but you yeah. have to figure out what that number is. And then you're like, okay, I, I don't even notice it anymore. But yeah, as soon as we, we, I mean, Alex and I tried all the tricks all the that tricks. we knew, all the tricks. We had stellar pictures, SEO, all that stuff. But as soon as I turned on that advertising button, that paid advertising and set a budget, oh, Oh, miracle. yeah. Miracle. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, <laughs> crazy. Um, Laura 
Laser of Love Creations is asking, uh, light object related, how many lasers did you get to take advantage of using uh, during the trip? I think well, five. So five we did or four. Saturn. We played with yeah. the Legend. We played with the Falcon. We played with the Ranger. Mm-hmm. And then we also checked out a prototype fume extractor, uh, the tube testing. Yeah, I mean, if you want to call playing with open laser tubes in a test in a test lab uh, a laser, that was that. I we got to it. we got to watch Marco design Z table limit switches from scratch. That was kind of cool. That was uh, awesome. Yeah, that was sick. Um, so like four or five, uh, four or five that we really kind of like focused on. Um, we saw them building a fiber laser cutter, which was sick. Uh, I think it was a one point five kilowatt. Um, and funny yeah. story, dude, they were supposed to be uh, single phase. You know, that was like the big thing. Yeah. And they shipped him three phase. Three machines. phase. Yeah. So that's why we didn't get oh. to play with those. We were planning on playing with those. I was wondering they, why they stopped yeah. building it. Yeah. They stopped it. Yeah. Because it's not just the power, right? It's like the motors are three phase. So like literally everything, it, it was a whole thing. He's getting the right stuff, but it wasn't done in time for us to play with yeah. it. So. Uh, we really wanted to check that out. Also, if you watch the vlogs, you'll see some really cool footage of Marco's homebrew, uh, like auto focus, live focus module he built for one of his machines that literally for a CO2 laser, not a metal mm-hmm. laser, there's no conducting pieces here. This is a CO2 laser. He literally takes a piece of wood and it like he's holding it and like moving right. it up and down and it like follows the it's so cool uh so we got to see that laser in action too we didn't get to play with that one but we got to see it and uh you guys yeah. will see that too so and i think cool. it's i think its main purpose is for people doing a lot of laser cutting yeah like you don't have to work like if you get that installed on any of your any of the systems that he when he finally releases it basically you don't have to worry about your wood that you had stored in the garage that it's all warped and twisted, you know, laying it on the bed and cutting out your stuff out of it. Mm. Forget it. That's, you don't, you don't, doesn't matter anymore. Pull a warped piece of wood out of home Depot for a project. Doesn't matter. You just throw it on the bed and it will follow what, whatever it is. Stay in focus. It's, it's pretty cool. It was really cool. And of course, uh, as usual with Marco, it was a prototype. So like you can see all the wires and like microchips and like everything just looks like a big kind of like tangled mess. Uh, it was really cool looking on uh, photos. It's not something you're going to go to Light Objects website and buy right now, but uh, it worked. It was yeah. working. And that yeah, was, did. yeah, that alone was like really incredible to see. Uh, Love's asking, uh, is that when you were walking through that enormous machine um, we walked through a couple enormous machines <laughs> while we were there. Um, yeah. So we'll probably answer that question when we edit the footage. We also got to walk through a literal maze of light object chillers. <laughs> like there were so many pallets and they were stacked, stacked so at least high. Like seven, eight feet high. You could least. not see oh my God. like where you were in the maze and you could like wander through the maze. We broke the drone out. Michael brought his uh his <laughs> DJI mini and like mm-hmm. got overhead shots of us like wandering through the mazes and, and <laughs> there's just so much good stuff, guys. There, there's so much good stuff. I, I think you're really gonna enjoy some of this content that's um that's For coming sure. up. Yeah. Um did we we didn't even touch the explorer, did we? No, we did. Weird. 
they showed they did like a demo for us but we didn't yeah we didn't get to play with it that one had like weird software uh and yeah. I, I wasn't about to learn new software with our limited time i, I if i'm remembering correctly if they would have had the cube i think we would have messed with that Dude, the cube was so sick yeah, yeah. rip the cube rip the cube yeah. um the Explorer is a, just for those who don't know, a fiber laser cutter that you could probably just barely fit through a standard garage door and it would eat your whole garage. Um, right. So, yeah. Uh, but it's, ta it's taller than it is longer. So it's not like one of the long, yeah. long laser cutters. It's more of a tall, compact unit. I think it was at four by four. Yeah. It takes yep. four by four sheets or something yep. like that. Yep. But uh, sheets. Yep. pretty, pretty industrial, that yep. cutter. Cuban Cracked asks, do any of you guys use 3D printers? Um, I wish I had the time for that. Do, do any of you guys have 3D printers at all? Kyle. Um, I know or, Kyle does. I know I he's do. got one in there somewhere. I don't actually. Oh. Um, ah. I'm, I'm, in the, I'm in the process of, of finding one. Um, uh, you know, that <laughs> when, you, when you first dive into a thing, just like lasers, right? where you have literally the internet worth of options um, and you don't know what to pick and maybe picking the, the, the fad thing isn't always the right thing for what you want to do or whatever. So it's just a learning, another learning curve I'm going through in my uh, non-existent free time. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, but I'm looking into it. Matt has a, a currently a, a 3d printer. He has a FL sun super racer. Not FL Sun. Yeah, mm. FL Sun Super Racer. Um, no idea if he likes it or not. Does he use so, it? Uh, yeah. He, yeah. He, he made uh, the most recent project I'm aware of that he made with. It was a, um, you know how like glasses have tapers? Yep. Or uh, tumblers have tapers. He made a um, fitting for the, the bottom of the taper so that yeah. it rolls perfectly cool nice yeah yeah, yeah chill <clears throat> um i don't know anybody that's what i that's what i would use it for i mean if if i ever got into it mm. i would use it exclusively to make jigs jigs for, laser for, project improvements modifications just, just fixtures for my fiber laser stuff because i get some especially with these like industrial guys i get some weird stuff yeah and uh, you know legos are cool they work <laughs> And they can send you the STL a lot of the time, they I'm sure. Send the STL. And, um, you know, right now I have a company I work for. They, I just tell them what to make. I said, hey, you, you got some highly technical stuff. You got to make me a fixture. And they're like, no problem. Burnt. And I see it and I hold it. And I'm like, I wish I could make this. Yeah. <laughs> yep. You know, but then there's 3D modeling that you got to learn as mm. well as the 3D printing and all the little nuances that go with that. I'm a yep. 2D. I'm a 2D guy right now. Yeah, that's that's literally the goal into why I'm looking into it too, uh, kind of as a, a little side project because I know there's a lot of people who'd get a lot out of being able to have that process streamlined to some degree. So, yeah, I for me it's like the jump to 3D. I just I don't have space in my head for that. I guess <laughs> is like the right way to describe it. Like I'm just so jam packed full of like laser crap like the whole idea of just starting a whole new thing and adding a third dimension to it it just like kind of makes me stroke out a little bit so yeah um probably not that. in my future but kyle's kyle's actively on the hunt and if you want to see some 3d printing 
laser related 3d printing content he's probably going to have some up i'm sure michael won't be able to resist forever either uh just knowing him oh, michael, why you gotta put throw to, the bus like that dude. you're a you're a, you're a click you the know me. button guy you know yeah. Yeah. we'll do it as a team michael okay. <laughs> yeah, there it is there it is. You guys still have to do your uh, your little scanning offset adventure as well, yeah. huh? Yeah, we're yeah. Gonna, I think we're going to do it this week. We're going to yeah. get to it. Yep. Nice. We had quite the uh, the time with scanning offset adjustment. <laughs> light yeah, object. Yeah. We sure did. I even called Kyle. I called Kyle while I was at light object. And I was like, bro, please help me. Did I tell you what it ended up being, Kyle? Uh, it was the bad the step file, driver. Right? Bad step oh, driver. really? Yeah, yeah, Marco like Marco's like, all right, enough of this. He's and he just starts yeah. like ripping things out of the ranger, like <laughs> one by one. He grabbed it. What he ended up doing was grabbing a previous series uh, driver um, from one of the last shipments just to verify, and uh, and he put that in, and it just like pfft, solved the problem. Yeah. So pro- yeah. So um, now he's yeah. He, he and figured the, it out. the tolerances were back like under a, a millimeter on the on the offset like requirements so uh it was good because i was having a heart attack i was like oh my god this ranger this thing that i think is so cool and that those were some massive adjustments you were putting in there too i was so amped to uh, like i want to promote promote products that i like believe in you know and and that i feel really good about and that would have been like a that would have been like a like i can't you know like that's too far uh and and (laughs) i yeah so um luckily it was just a technical issue, not a feature or, you know, uh, quantity of the Ranger. No, no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Ranger works. <laughs> so, and I thought that was weird because you'd think like after firing mine up, like I would have noticed that, you know, and uh, it, that never like occurred to me as an issue. So I'm yep. glad I'm also not crazy. Uh, so that was an adventure, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, the, the scanning offset adjustment with the bad stepper driver was like, eight millimeters i mean it was like gigantic like i've never seen anything like it if you've ever done scanning offset adjustment uh for a co2 laser you know that that's a little ridiculous so it's usually like uh, a fraction of a millimeter right yeah exactly yeah exactly um so anyway we got that uh we got that sorted um from germany where'd it go sorry we both clicked one at the same time from germany thor guten tag hey what's up thor yeah Good to see you. And uh, when will we see some of the results from your visit with Marco and friends? Uh, soon, uh, TM. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, if if you, it's good to see you, Big H. Uh, Big H is always here. Um, if you missed the beginning of the stream, bro, I I was telling people like right at the start, we have over four hundred and fifty gigabytes, uh, just a little less than half of a terabyte of footage that we need to kind of like sift through, organize, edit, cut into something remotely consumable. Um, so there's uh, a lot, right. <laughs> uh, but we're going to start working through it. My first vlog episode is definitely going up tomorrow morning. I'm finishing that tonight. Yeah. All the ch- chippity choppity is done on it. I just need to drop some audio tracks uh, for like my montage ish nice. sequences and, and that's going up. So I'll have that up uh, tonight. Michael had a lot of work. I think to catch up on like shop work to catch yeah. up on when yep. he first walked through the door, but you're starting soonish too. I'm, I'm assuming I am. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I can put my customers and existing and new customers on ice for about a week. That's what <laughs> I've noticed. Yeah. And after a week it starts to get kind of rowdy. So uh, that's about the longest. That's one of the benefits of 
you know, owning your own business and stuff is if you need to chirp out for a week, you can, you know, you can make it happen Yeah, totally. when you want to on your time. Totally. Yep. These guys don't let me get away. I have to actually like, we did the podcast from the hotel. <laughs> I can never yeah. wander too far from work. I've always got to have the command station with me. If you don't know the command <laughs> station, watch out for that. Uh, that first vlog. Alex B is asking any good blanks providers for Mexico. I don't know any, but uh, AliExpress ships like everywhere. Right. So uh, yeah, when in yeah. doubt, you know, when, when all else fails, uh, you can always hit up that AliExpress for sure. Mexico actually has a lot of uh, acrylic uh, warehouses oh, and really? manufacturers. Yeah. Oh, so really? yeah, a lot, a lot of the acrylic that you see down like on this, the southern half of the U.S. or a lot of it's imported from Mexico. No, that's crazy. So if if you uh, if you ever get into like signage or anything like that, you could probably get acrylic for a reasonable price depending on where you're located. Yep, mm-hmm. and they'll cut it to size. Right. That's yep. that's the big. You don't have to get four by eight sheets. Yeah, like yeah, from yeah. Alibaba. It's a bitch, man. They do a lot of manufacturing in Mexico. I yes. bet if you I bet yeah. if you you did some digging, man, you'd probably find some. You might even get some like straight to the source connections mm. for blanks yeah. down there. You know, good old yeah, NAFTA right there. Yeah. 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 Nice. H- hunt around for that, depending on what you're looking for. Um, I'm, dude, I'm, I mean, I'm like, sure you'll be able to find something nearby I'm you. Not, I'm not familiar with Mexican internet, but like, I'm sure that there is like an AliExpress of Mexico, right? Like, that has to exist. That's gotta they be. Probably got, they probably got warehouses. Like an online. So it's all about SEO. Yeah, I don't know. Look for whole keyword. There is wholesale. Look for wholesale Mexico distributors and Mm. stuff like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Google it hard uh, because I'm (laughs) I'm sure there's something buried in there for sure that that we are just not aware of because we're all in the U.S. (sighs) Quiet chat tonight. We got 55 people on, but not a lot of um, chat prompts. Uh, how are you guys doing in chat? Did everybody have a nice week? I feel really disconnected from like the laser everything community because Michael and I have had our heads down. Uh, mm-hmm. So that always like stresses me out. It makes me feel icky. Uh, so hopefully you guys are doing well out there. Um, we heard from one. Oh, oh, cool. Hit it up. Got a question. Uh, Cubing again says, sorry to ask me questions, but why do you guys use Photoshop for Corel Draw? Right mm-hmm. now, the only programs I work with is Cut Studio and Corel Draw with EasyCAD 2. Right there's your answer. It's light burn. <laughs> Dude, um, go. That's why. Watch the episode of the Laser Source podcast we recently did with Daryl Aspen. Yep. And listen to his like tirade about Adobe and uh, Adobe software suite. And uh, mm-hmm. that will answer your question uh, yeah. more succinctly than I, than I think I can. <clears throat> uh, Adobe's pro- professional software for professional mm-hmm. designers. And yeah. It, it just works the best and it's expensive. And we talk about this every week, literally every week. Yep. Uh, but like, if you want to be a professional, you have to pay, per, pay for professional tools. The workflow is faster. The software is better. It's more accurate. Uh, it, the, the user interface is more refined. It's updated regularly. There's real support. I mean, the list goes on and on and on and on. We'll listen to that episode with Daryl Aspen for sure. I was also going to say, Cubing said earlier that he was only he or she is only 18 years old. Yep. So you should probably be a college student, most likely. Get that student discount. Get the student discount 100%. You get like, Boom. I think, 25 or 50% off somewhere near. I get a million. It's a significant discount. amount. It's yeah. a significant amount. 
yeah, I get I got a military discount, which helps me a lot. But dude, like you know, learn learn as much as you can about different, I guess, uh, uh, like graphics graphics platforms. Now it's so much easier to like pick up new ones when you're young, and the hmm. older you get, the harder it is to like pick up new software. It's kind of like learning a new language. Um, so, like, really try to absorb as much of this stuff and practice it. Uh, as much as humanly possible now uh, because it just gets it just gets harder as you get older. Well, hell, when you're 18 years old, man, all these other free ones are just trying to imitate a part of what Adobe Suite can do. Yeah. Uh, just yeah. one function. Like Adobe Suite, it's 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 worth every dollar if you're actually selling products. Yeah. It'll pay for itself. Yeah. Time yeah. is money. Yeah. Absolutely. And uh, <laughs> one last time, plug in Daryl Aspen's episode of the podcast in which we, we get uh, very vigorously uh into this discussion and debate uh and and daryl sums things up very, very nicely for us uh so yeah that's a that's a great also, episode great episode. james brewer's back in the house word what's up james <laughs> nice. I got my fiber back together upgraded my source to a 50 watt how did that nice. go how was aligning the emitter that's what i want to hear about that's i i feel like swapping power From- Okay. From what I recommend, he's coming from a 30 watt too. So yep. that could that could have been a power supply swap too. Totally. Let us know. Let us know what you swapped and how it went. Yeah, yeah. that definitely sounds like a, a jump from 24 volts to 48 volts. So that'd be a new PSU. Uh, but that, the dude combined or uh, compared to realigning the emitter to the Galvo head, I feel mm. like the power supply swap is just like whatever. You know, I, I want to hear about the emitter. That's what I want to hear. We should have James on soon. Uh, I don't think yeah, we man. Had, we've had James on before. Yeah, he came on actually. like James was on yeah, one the months ago at this point. I'm back on just talk about his upgrade oh, <laughs> experience. Yeah. I'd love to. I'd love to hear about that, dude. Laser of Love. She got her uh, pie burn. Oh, oh yeah, nice. Congratulations. Did, did you get the um, uh, the grip or just the the classic uh, pie burn 4.0? I, I think she let us know last week that she ordered both if i remember correctly the omni the omni setup yeah dope um for those of of the crowd that were interested in uh 3d design jack in the shop said fusion 360 isn't hard uh beam it up said tinkercad makes it easy mm-hmm. and dave said bamboo lab uh ender 3v2 cr10 smart any cubic mono x are all addictive and the bamboo lab x1c is a deadly machine interesting oh wow so we got, some, uh, we got some 3D printers in the house. Some recommendations. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, maybe we should yep. get some 3D people like that. That's a that's a that's a Greek. That's speaking Greek, man. That's like a <laughs> totally. 3D. Yeah, that's like a bunch of people reciting their uh, fraternity names. I'm just, <laughs> cool. No um, <laughs> uh, hey, we got a good question though. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, go, you go ahead. Oh, so we got Jennifer here. She says, That's "Should I be I having trouble cutting a quarter-inch MDF with an Arturo L- LM3?" Uh, what wattage? Oh, the ten, ten watt. Ten um, watt. I mm. I would be I would be having trouble with that. I I was pushing. I think when I did that, I had the ten watt X Tool D1 Pro that I reviewed. Mm-hmm. The thickest I went was an eighth inch, and unless I went really slow and pushed a lot of air through it. I, I was having to do that in multiple passes and that was hardwood. Um, yeah. My advice to you would be air, like so much air, like it get a big air, like a big boy air compressor 
and attach it to the air setup on the LM3. The LM3 is a great air setup. It's just sitting right next to me over here uh, where it actually is like you put the air in the top and it like moves through the body of the, mm-hmm. the laser module and like comes out the nozzle. It's a sick setup. Really good design. Uh, pump that thing with a lot of air. You need to blow all the crap that's getting burned out of that area especially with a diode laser diode lasers the the dot size is really 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 small so the kerf is really 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 small the amount of material you're losing due to the burn and that means that all of that carbon and like nonsense in there from from burning the wood gets stuck in there you need to push a lot of air like high pressure air through that that module to blow that stuff out so that even if you're doing a second pass like that second pass is actually burning new material uh, rather than, uh, you know, just cutting the other burning shit. The, like charcoal or what have you yeah. uh, mm-hmm. other nonsense in the way. So uh, that's my suggestion. Air. Well, um, and isn't MDF pretty damn dense? Like that's compressed. Like it is yeah. dense and it's got a lot of adhesives and other and other uh, yeah. stuff put into it to bond that sawdust. You know, it's basically compressed wood particles with all kinds of additives in it to keep it compressed so that you're also you're also getting through all those additives as well as the wood, as the wood itself yeah, yeah. totally <clears throat> yep good advice good advice all around uh oh cubing cubing cracked says uh he's not sure if he can <clears throat> switch to light burn because he has a laser star laser with a reskin of easy cad 2 and uh he can only pick between two lens sizes when he opens the program mm. So that might be that might be a factor that might even be worth considering doing some in, some wiring investigation. See if you can swap the board. I would open it. I mean, yeah, that's I would a, look at the board. That's a what, good point. Yeah. I mean, just look at the board. If it's a reskin of EasyCAD two, the board might be close enough where you yeah. might have to do a lot of significant wiring or anything. It might be an EasyCAD board or a Cyclone, yeah. more likely. In which case, you could just use EasyCAD um, or. Uh, like Kyle suggested, uh, put an EasyCAD 2 board in there. You can get the light boards yeah. with rotary support for like 250 bucks tops, uh, like off cloud ray, like legit boards, EasyCAD 2 boards, and just swippity swap, dude. It's five volts, bloop, done. Connect your uh, little serial port connectors back up and you're, and you're rocking and rolling. Uh, that would take almost no effort, so... Coming from the the cyclone boards, a lot of people have reported too that they didn't have to rewire anything from going from a cyclone board to an EasyCAD two board. Yeah, typically. So unless there's like a weird model change or something, but yeah, I think the general input pins are in the same locations for both boards. If I yeah recalling the the pinout uh, sheets correctly, uh, they they should be like identical. So that would be a really easy swap out for you for sure. Yep. Oh yeah, Mr. that would Brewer. be that would be a game changer. It says it wasn't that hard. There's a mount on the <laughs> tunnel. Basically, insert the lens assembly and tighten it down. The hard part was finding a decent deal. Yeah, I I always recommend Wavetop if you guys are looking for a laser source. I'm not sure where uh, James got his, but Wavetop sign off AliExpress always sells genuine laser sources, and they're. Uh, they're what I consider like fair market value. So if I'm looking at a machine and I want to see how much of that machine is like the, the source cost, I will check with Wavetop against the cost of the machine to mm. see how much I'm paying for everything else, you know, that isn't the source, essentially. 
Um, so that's that's typically where where I go to look. Um, you m- may have been able to find a better deal than that, James. But uh, if you guys are looking for a trusted source, Wavetop is usually my my go to. Hmm. He says Hawaii. What the hell ever that is? Not familiar with them, uh, but good. I'm glad hey. that you found something you're happy with, man. If it works, it works. If it works, it yep. works. Uh, also, Laura says the grip is pre-ordered. Uh, so awesome. Laura's got that on the way, which is super cool uh, as well. What do you think of Xtool's new P2 that is coming out? Uh, mm. The P2, I feel like I just heard about a P1. Hold on. I'm going to pull that up. You guys can feel free to move on while I do a little research. <laughs> it's there. Yeah, for for fifty five watt CO two. P two, interesting. Oh, it's like a it's, it's like a, a small form factor fifty five watt. It's a Glowforge clone. Uh, sort of, but it's uh instead of being double sided, uh huh. It's I think everything machinery wise is on the right side, and the whole bed is on the left. It's big, kind of like a that. standard layout. Ooh, deep B, uh, deep Z on that. Looks like it comes with the RA two Pro. Standard speeds, 55 watt laser tube. What kind of tube does it have? That's what I want to know. Without knowing that, the, I mean, I'm just looking at like a preview page. It doesn't really have much in specs. I'll keep looking, but it it looks deeper than like a polar would be. Well, I think it's like, I want to see that shot again where they're opening that. Here it is, the briefcase. It's sitting on a stand in that shot. So it's actually like... Yeah, that's like a separate thing. Got like a pass-through bottom or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can get like an, an additional piece uh, is kind of what that's that cool. like to me. Oh, like a riser. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, dude, hmm. you know, for price, I just, let's see, what, pay a deposit from 4999 to 3999 If that's the deposit, like what? It's $100 today saves you a grand off of the MSRP when it releases. Mm. 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 Huh. I want more. I want more. Um, more. More to. Yeah, I need more. More yeah. info. Yeah, I need more info. It looks neat. Uh, it looks like there's some novel stuff going on. They have like that little automatic pass through thing. That's really chill. Uh, this curved surface engraving. They don't really get into detail on the tech behind that. Oh, but did you see the uh, the feeder? Did you see the, yeah, did the, you see the, the automatic pass? He's doing big old, you know, five foot so, signs five, with the the roller wheel. It's just yeah. passing itself through. That's that's a little bit, a little bit innovative there. That's what I'm saying. There's like some novel stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Um, I would want, first of all, I, I want to see the price. Uh, second of all, I want to know if they're using an RF tube in this machine because that's going to significantly uh, weigh on whether or not I, I would. It, you know, my opinion is going to sway towards like worth the exorbitant cost or not worth it. Uh, and also, um, I want more information about the software. Uh, one of my biggest issues with the Xtool Creatives or with the Xtool D1 Pro when I did the review of that was with the Xtool Creative Space. And uh, I've kind of come to distrust Xtool's marketing. A little bit. Uh, I don't. I don't love it. All of these fancy features. Forget light burn compatibility. Not happening. So uh, you're going to be stuck with X Tool Creative Space for sure. Um, mm. That would be the one thing 
that that I could say uh, for certain. But outside of that, there's not a lot of detail on this page. It's it's a lot of really nice, cool looking video clips. Uh, yeah, it's got a pretty decent sized bed. Yeah, twenty four by what was it? 16? 14. 14? Sure, sure, sure. Yep. Um, yeah, more more needs to be known. More needs to be known for sure. <laughs> yeah, Mike's asking if that's Ranger money. Uh, yeah, it's it's right around the same. It's that's actually. Right. It's MSRP without the thousand dollar savings if you put up a hundred dollar deposit. Um, we don't know what MSRP is on this. Um, it's five grand. Is it? Yeah, it's got a starting price of forty nine ninety nine. Uh, if you put a hundred dollar deposit down, you save a thousand off that, so it brings it down to four grand. Mm-hmm. Um, a Ranger three, as it comes, is like forty three hundred bucks. Last I checked, so that's a no brainer. Um, you're you're right in the same ballpark. Yep. So at least as a known quantity, we kind of know what to expect with that. Um, I, could, I could make an argument for this, maybe if if it had an RF tube, uh, like there there might be something there. But or if you're okay with using actual creative space, um, or if you really don't want to learn how to use a laser and you want to just push the X tool button to like start job. I mean, like there's there's reasons to go for for this, but. I think all in all for, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's not going to have an automated Z. It's just, they're just putting it up on a riser to have a deeper Z. Mm-hmm. So like the Ranger has that Z. So oh, the Z table, yeah, yeah. The Z table, like with motors and stuff. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there's, there's, we, I, yeah. Got to know more. I, we got to know more <laughs> for sure. For sure. Too, too soon. Yep. Um, Here's an interesting question. What kind of problems do you have with copyright? Anybody have problems with copyright? Uh, don't break copyright law and trademark law and you're good. Yeah. Michael and I both got the smackdown from it. Yeah, we got the we, smackdown for some. We learned that lesson stuff. the hard way. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, don't I don't know. advertise anything I'm doing. It's like that. If it's like I like when I posted about Harley Davidson, uh, bottle opener with a mm-hmm. catcher at the bottom little, little thing at the bottom i just said oh man check this shit out and i just left it up there i didn't say it's for sale you know like you just got to be careful when we say oh i'll sell you this for 50 bucks well then they're going to come after your ass if they see you if you're just a small shit like me then nobody fucking cares but you know you just can't market it mm-hmm. you know, don't be yeah so the, the easiest way to understand that is if if you if you're a job shop like me which is i mean for a while we had a store and we were doing some questionable things and that didn't last long. But (laughs) now that I'm a job shop, people can come to me all day long and they can ask me to put whatever they want, whatever Mm -hmm. logo, whatever it is, a sports team, a comic book character, a movie title, whatever it is on their item. And that's not, I'm not infringing on copyright. If they go out and sell that Mm -hmm. at a flea market, they're infringing on copyright. I can't make a bunch of things with copyrighted logos on them and sell them online or to the people, but I'm allowed to decorate their item per their instructions. And once I hand it to them, it's, it's out of my hands. Like See, whatever they do with it after that is you're, you're, you're being paid I, for labor, not for the logo. Right. I that's, used that's, to say that too. Um, and Miranda and my attorney made a very convincing argument that that mm. is, not the case. 
Okay, and well, I'm, not, I'm not smart enough to to regurgitate that in an understandable way. Law is not my uh, not under my purview. But what I will say is I have since changed my practice. And I was very hard-headed, like 100% <laughs> on board with your uh, assessment of that uh, until I heard this breakdown of it, essentially. And uh, yeah. again, I'm not... It's not my it's not my wheelhouse. I don't I don't understand what I'm talking about well enough to. Um, now, if somebody came in to me with a bunch of blank leather purses and they're like, "Hey, can you put these Gucci logos <laughs> all all over these hundred and fifty purses?" Like, I'm gonna be like, "Dude, kick rocks!" Mm -mm. You know what I mean? Like, clearly they have yeah. uh, plots and schemes designed for those things. And I've never had anybody come uh, to me with asking for bulk engraving of a corp a corporate right, or right, copyrighted right. logo. I've never right. had anybody right. do that. Yeah. But have I come and asked someone asked me to put the, you know, the, uh, the um, star Wars logo on an item or something like that. Absolutely. You know, I would, I would say it's the, the Mandalorian uh, logo. Definitely. I, done I would say it's the thickest of gray areas. Mm. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like they're just the absolute thickest of gray areas. And, uh, you know, of course, Miranda's going to chime in because she's always watching. Uh, and she says, this is not legal advice, everyone. Proceed at your own risk. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? It's your business. Um, at, at the end of the day, that's probably going to be up to you. I would also say uh, consult an attorney, right? Talk to a legal professional uh, that can help you make that decision. There you go. We can give you anecdotal, uh, you know, stories essentially but we're uh we're not legal experts yeah well, well, and if you want to well if you want to stand out you just gotta do your own shit man yeah, yeah. like you gotta create your own lane yeah. you know don't do what everybody else is doing that's that's yeah, check out daryl aspen he made a living doing that you do it as, right. as our as our buddy daryl aspen has said without a, a, a drawing pad and 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 get to get to scribbling and designing and you'll eventually come across something that you really love that other people love too. Yeah. yeah. Another good callback to, to Daryl's episode. If, if you haven't seen it, one of the best in a long time Yeah, uh, on the laser source podcast. He, he, what a guy. Awesome. Um, and he has like uh, Miranda, very strong feelings about all of this uh, that you should consume. So go listen mm -hmm. to that episode again. Um, Kelly's here. Haven't seen Kelly in a minute. Evening. Kelly. Back from LO. You definitely have my interest in their products now. Anxious to learn more. Uh, well, we we we're bringing the heat, man. Uh, it's it's all in the oven. We're we're cooking it up right now. Um, <laughs> Gretch is saying, just don't engrave Mickey Mouse on anything. Anything <laughs> the mouse, ever. The mouse will come for you. In your that seat. that's a that'll be a big target on your back for sure. They're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> stab you. <laughs> that's your ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> And uh, I don't know, guys. We're at, we're at fifty-seven minutes. I I'd say we've uh, fulfilled our our obligation to appear and pretend to be alive uh, for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Weekend at Bernie's, um, bro. This is an interesting one. Glowforge Premium what? has Disney. Yeah, so Glowforge oh, Premium has like vector Life, stuff li so maybe they paid so, for a license maybe probably they didn't. yeah so it depends on what it is um hopefully they they're passing a license on to the people and if they're not then that could be a very 
yeah, very bad legal up. issue. Oh, yo, yo, yo. Hold up, hold up, hold up. <laughs> Twitch viewer. What's up, Nate? Uh, where's the link to the live other than Twitch? That's how I found you. So glad you asked because we're here at the end. It's time to plug all the plugs. Uh, you can find the Laser Source podcast at uh, Laser Everything on YouTube um, or now uh, Laser Engraving 911 on YouTube. Mm-hmm. That's Michael's channel. If you haven't subscribed to Michael's channel, uh, go do that immediately um, because he's going to be pumping out just as much content uh, from Light Object as I am with a completely different perspective, completely different take. Uh, so go check that out. Absolutely subscribe, t- hit the notification bell, both of those places. You'll catch all the future live streams uh, as well as all of the content coming out of our week long trip from Light Object that we just got back from. Um, do you have do you have anything else to plug, Michael? I'll just give you give you the floor for a second. If you've got uh, stuff coming out, I know you're working on your you've been working on your blog. It's kind of been a thing, right? Yeah, I've been I've been working on my blog. I've been trying to do more blog posts. Uh, yeah. Some of the stuff that I've been talking about lately is just some uh, some cool gadgets that I've been getting in the shop and mm. some cool sources for uh, anodized aluminum blanks. So. If you do get a chance, check it out at laserengraving911.com. It's just a blog, my blog site, and check out all the recent blogs I've done. I'm trying to write some new articles there, trying to get more more on that. Oh, 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 like the little flashlight that Alex is holding, the Arkfeld. <laughs> that thing is so cool. I think Alex, I made a, I made a, made a fan of Alex over, over the last week with the Arkfeld flashlight. It's Michael, it's Michael not t- essentially it's, forced me to do an unboxing video I of did. it while we I were did. at Light Object. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, it's it's cool. They're they're sick. Yeah, um, dude, but it's this it's a super sick little pocket flashlight. Neither here nor there. Um so yeah, Michael's <laughs> blog, that's laser engraving nine one one dot com. Dot com. Uh so make sure you hit up hit up the blog too. And of course Michael's link to his channel is down in the description uh here and uh, you're also going to be able to find it uh, on our on our channel homepage because uh, Michael's one of our favorite channels, and we'll strip there along the bottom. Um, hit up our social media. Voice works hard on our social media. Uh, we're on TikTok. We're on Instagram. What else do we post to regularly, boys? Those are the big. Those are the biggins, right? Those are two, and then uh, you know we're still going to try and upload more to YouTube Shorts. Yeah, yeah, that's absolutely. a big, that's a big pain in the ass. Yeah, good luck trying to get me to get those uploaded uh, <laughs> now that now that I'm back from light. Yeah, up, all right? this, yeah, it's gonna be a problem. Kyle's got a bunch of juicy stuff coming out. I'm sure that you've just been like dumping things into the app edit folder for me, right? So that's uh, I have, yeah, yeah, even more to edit on top of the light object stuff. Uh, is Kyle's file? Gantry crash course projects, uh, preparation and planning for. Uh, power usage if you're going to a show or doing a mobile setup nice uh smart control of uh some of your laser systems like your exhaust and your air assist mm-hmm. chiller mm-hmm. um lots of stuff yeah i, um, I have one more thing yeah what's i'm on spring break this week right we're the new puppy so we're just staying home to work with that fucker but i'm scheduling a uh uh, with Lack at Eon to do the multi, I'm gonna do a video footage of the multi roller being assembled, nice. then actually testing it and using it, and so I'm gonna try and make some content out of that. It's gonna be a lot of fucking time. Yeah, nice. uh, but that's something I can be doing on the side too, just setting up my cameras and just record me assembling the damn thing. Yeah, that'd be sick. So yep. I don't, I've never seen anybody else doing a lot of a multi roller 
I'm not too sure if I'm gonna like it, but um, worst case scenario, <laughs> it's a time lapse, right? Yeah, exactly. Hmm. Um, and, but yeah, this is something yeah. I work on. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> and uh, you know, as usual, guys, if you are enjoying uh, the content we're putting out here at Laser Everything, please consider subscribing over at the Laser Master Academy. The LMA is the number one way to support the channel. All of the content that we make available for free for everyone uh, is supported by you know your your members, your fellow members over at the LMA. If you want to find out more details about that, you can hit up masters.lasereverything.net to find out more. And um, I don't know, go buy some merch. You know, uh, Boyce is going to do the the merch poll. There it is. And uh, <laughs> I think that's all I've got. Hell Michael, yeah. you good, man? Dude, I'm solid, dude. That was a great, good episode. I feel good about tonight. We talked about so many different things. Yeah, totally, totally. Yeah. It's time to crack the knuckles, though. We got to put our heads down. And uh, yeah, totally. One of those, for sure, the flex. Um, thank you guys so much, so much for watching. Keep an eye out for that vlog. Smash the notification bell, guys. We'll see you in the next one. Have a good night. Bye-bye. Thank you.